Good Sunday morning, March 27th edition of the Motivation from Close By podcast. I'm your host, Peter Lohr, and yesterday we had two teams punching their tickets to the NCAA Final Four. We had Duke with their victory over Arkansas and Villanova with their victory over Houston. Uh, we also had the Bucks getting killed uh, by... 25 points over the Memphis Grizzlies. I will touch on all three in this podcast. Uh, But first, I wanted to talk about the uh, Houston, uh, or the, excuse me, the go with the victorious first um, with the Villanova Wildcats victory over Houston. I thought the main uh, theme in this game was free throw shooting and getting those foul shots to go in the line. You know, uh, I often compare free throw shooting to finding change in the street. Uh, if you're able, to, able, We all have had plenty of change in our lives with quarters, dimes, and nickels. And if we're able to collect many change, we probably have $20. If we save our all the change that we've received, we'll probably make a pretty large sum of money. Uh, and collect it in a piggy bank like a child would. Uh, well, Villanova was 15 for 15 from the foul line. And Villan, uh, yeah, uh, Houston was 9 of 14 from the foul line. Uh, the final score was Villanova taking it uh, by 6. Their foul line was... a was a five-point difference, and they got to the line uh, more times than Houston. So if you look at that, um, that's why Villanova won the game. Now, watching this game um, last night, it looked like um, um, it looked like Villanova was on top of uh, their game and more, the more physical team. I don't know if Houston really uh, expected to be there in which, you know, they were a number five seed. So going up against a number two, obviously it was a disadvantage. But I really feel like uh, Villanova just looked like things were easier last night. And so that's why I think they got the victory. Um uh, but it seemed like towards the end of the game that uh, Villanova was giving them every chance to get back into the game. There was a lot of deflections, balls that were going out, out of bounds off Villanova, and Houston just could not take advantage of that situation. They kept missing three after three after three, and really um, just kind of, um, you know... Um, um, we're trying to let them back in the game, in my opinion. Obviously not literally, but there were opportunities for Houston to get back in the game. They just couldn't take advantage. Um, so on to the next game. We're going to talk about uh, Duke versus Arkansas. Duke gets the victory. Coach K gets to go to a, another Final Four in pursuit of another national championship. Now... Um, good for college basketball. I thought this game 
was over in the first half. I really did. I thought uh, Arkansas really uh, didn't look like they, again, kind of like the first game, didn't look like they uh, were getting a lot of easy baskets. And so I could kind of sense it uh, at the end of the first half. And Arkansas could just not catch up to Duke. Um, so, you know, there there's two ACC teams left or three ACC teams left right now. We have Duke, uh, Miami, and then we have um, uh, North Carolina. And it's going to be, uh, there's potential to be a Duke-North Carolina national semifinals as they go into the Final Four, which, quite frankly, I think it will be. Uh, they play St. Peter's. I'd like St. Peter's to win, uh, but at some point Cinderella's slipper has to uh, fall off and the carriage has to turn into a pumpkin and all of that. Uh, Duke, the the driving, the driving um, uh, to the basket last game against uh, Arkansas just looked way too easy. And I don't know, uh, Duke has the better ball-skilled players, and I felt like we saw that uh, last night. <clears throat> so... Um, moving forward, that's the first two teams heading to the Final Four, and it will be fun to see if he, Coach K, can complete um, his route to another national championship. Now, if you're a conspiracy conspiracy theorist, or you think that college basketball may be rigged, uh, maybe this is uh, what you expected all along, um, but it certainly would be a fairy tale ending if he's able to pull off a victory um, to complete his college career. Personally, I think just based on what I've seen with all the four games, I think the uh, uh, the national championship will either come down to Villanova or Kansas, um, just based on their physicality and the way in which they play the game. Um, but um, so the winner of that semifinal game, if they make it, um, you know, Villanova or Kansas will win the national championship en route if they play, have to play uh, Duke or North Carolina or somebody else. Um, but those are the two March Madness games uh, from yesterday. Now I want to shift gears and talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. They didn't play well at all. Um, they're, they lost to the Memphis Grizzlies by 25 points, 127 to 102. Uh, I thought um, they were just slow all night. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, how much of that is being without Drew Bledsoe? I mean, I, I think part of it is, but Memphis has a really good team, and they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in uh, the uh, playoffs. And even with John Morant, I sort of wonder... And this was just me thinking outside the box. Uh, is John Morant tradable in the offseason for Memphis? Because you could get major, major draft capital. And if Memphis is already this successful without him, their record is really good without John Morant, it sort of shows me that they're they're a complete team uh, with, uh, with without him. Now, obviously when he come plays, he's a really dynamic player. The offense runs through him. Uh, but I'm wondering if he's expendable in the offseason and we'll see him switch teams. 
that's not to say that that will happen. Um, but anytime somebody's any anytime a, a team's record is so discrepant uh, with a player on the court uh, versus off, um, it makes me wonder if um, they're the better team without him. Uh, but uh, we'll have to wait and see if that happens, if it transpires, um, and go from there. Uh, because uh, Memphis looks like a team that could not only compete in the Western Conference, but maybe for an NBA title. Um, they have the physicality. Steven Jackson Jr. bodied up on Giannis and really harassed Giannis. Now, I know Giannis got off in the in the uh, third quarter, scored a ton of points, but, I mean, it, it, they were doing what they were supposed to do in order to neutralize Giannis, and sometimes that's all you can do, um, but then they were able to, you know, shut down the other defenders' blocks when they need to, and and really the more physical team. So Memphis is a team on the rise, and they showed up a graphic last night that Memphis is the second youngest team in the NBA, uh, and all the rest of the teams that are the youngest are nowhere close uh, to making the playoffs. So uh, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with for a while uh, as they move forward. Uh, next up, the Bucks have uh, the... Uh, Philadelphia 76ers on Tuesday. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I honestly don't know if Giannis should play in these uh, final games, uh, final games, unless you want it as a tune-up and you want to see where you are as a team. Um, I just hope want him to be healthy for the playoffs. Um, and then they go to Brooklyn on Thursday, where Brooklyn just completely blew out and killed uh, the Miami Heat, which, you know, I mean, I would have expected, hands down, Brooklyn to me, if they're at the top of their game, it's Brooklyn or the Bucks coming out of the East. Um, and I think evidence of this is when you saw last year, uh, the Bucks played Brooklyn with Kyrie and KD and were down 50. James Harden was out with an injury at the time. Um, and they're, they're just a really good, solid team. Um, but things happen, and Brooklyn has been inconsistent. Uh, so we will see what happens in the playoffs. Um, having said all that, should be continue being, continually being, should continue to be a fun sports day on Sunday. We're going to have two more teams in the Final Four. Um, and I'm rooting for St. Peter's. I think Cinderella Slipper has to come off. And like I said, the pumpkin has to turn, or the carriage has to turn into a pumpkin. Um, and in order to do that, uh, so I'm picking North Carolina and Kansas in the second game. Uh, or, or yes, the second game. Uh, thank you for listening and have a good Sunday. Bye.